right, right when you're about to get that money or pussy, you get it right in the neck. Hand over the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to get my hands on that. P- what is a taser? Oh, what? Damn, that's not a pussy. <laughs> that's no pussy I've ever seen. That better be a pussy in your hand. Something I've seen. I've seen upwards of five pussies. Let me tell you something. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A six-train beatdown cut short by vacationing Swedish fuzz. A senseless, homeless derelict was senselessly beating a homeless derelict senseless before four of Stockholm's finest responded to a frantic call from a distressed conductor asking, were there any police officers on the train? We thought maybe someone needed help, said Samuel uh, Cavarzo. 25, he's a rookie with the Stockholm Police Department. The Scandinavian Popo abandoned their neutrality, separated the brawling bums of the East Side Line, and held down the Alpha Bum until the home team trotted onto the field. We came here for vacation. We've been here one day, said one of the cops. Oh, wow, only in town one day, and already they got to touch real live black people. Top cop Bill Bratton said, Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. You did a great honor to yourselves, certainly to your police service and to your country. One of the cops, Marcus Asperg, said what the cops did was no big deal. Bratton said, we appreciate all the help we can get. Takedown was captured on video. You can see that on the Facebook page. Bratton said he noticed that the moves they made are very much the same moves that we now teach our young people at the academy in terms of how to take people down and not choke them to death. Well, to make sure they're not injured, he said. Uh, joining me now is a uh, senior Jew correspondent, Nate Fridson. Good evening. Hello. What Good do you morning. think uh, they uh, get cops in Sweden? The what? money, like annual salary? Annual salary? Well, it's probably tied into like you know, you know, food for your wife. I just imagine everything is just all, everything is communist over there. I, I, I know very little, but I mean, you're plugged in. I bet you like you're issued a dog. I don't, I feel like that's probably part (laughs) of it. You had $38,484 a year. Is that a lot? I don't know. I don't know. I I have no money, so I, that that sounds like a that sounds like an insane amount of that money. That would be to great. Me. It's like you get a credit card debt and everything. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, NYPD forty two thousand nine seventy five. LAPD fifty seven grand. I'm sure that's too much. That's outlandish. That is out. That is outrageous. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the new training guidelines, there there are some. They were approved for uh, NYPD recruits. Uh, the new guidelines, you know, issued after this whole stop and frisk. Uh, They include, don't be racist, don't engage in ethnic or sexist jokes. In a related story, NYPD recruitment has dropped to zero. (laughs) There are no recruits now. And when the current batch of officers retires or gets fired, the NYPD will officially end. Our Uh, long national nightmare is over. (laughs) Another one, always speak slowly and clearly especially when addressing people with limited English skills. So I see, I, I can see how that's going to go now. I, I am going to speak slowly to you now due to the fact that you have limited English skills. <laughs> Fucking mutt. <laughs> They're gonna, that's the way it's going to come Right, out. exactly. 140 pages of new guidelines. They encourage officers to be less confrontational in general, specifically not to be racist or make insensitive jokes. In a word, be nice. Be nice. If someone calls you a cocksucker... Be nice. Tip your hat. I don't know if I'm a cocksucker, but uh, I suddenly have the. I respect to, your opinion. I do. <laughs> You're entitled to say that. But, uh, just want maybe look at your little old ID. 
Federal Monitor Peter Zimroth was the author of the new uh, instructions. Manhattan Judge Annalisa Torres signed off. The new guidelines were in response to Judge Shira Sheinland's 2013. It's Sheinland, the world's ugliest judge, too. Right, right. I remember. Wow. It's like... She haunts my dreams. You ever heard, like, a little melancholy? You know, head like a melon, face like a collie? (laughs) Oof. Just a... Makes you feel melancholy. A ghastly woman. 2013, (laughs) she ruled that the uh, city's stop-and-frisk tactics were unconstitutional. And uh, Zimroth, uh, he said that, that uh, well, they were developed with input from the NYPD, and they could be modified later for a future, future uh, rookie classes. Now, a multitasking bike thief stole two expensive bikes from a fancy Manhattan building, and he did it all while taking his two kids for a stroll around the Upper East Side. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, man, the babysitting bandit. He left the kids in front of the building on East 60th Street near Park Avenue. While he broke into basement storage to get the bikes, he pushed two pricey bicycles, valued around two grand between the two of them, while one kid pushed the stroller. Surveillance video shows the crook. Looks like he's just taking a leisurely, uh, you know, grocery cart push. uh, With with two bicycles. (laughs) Instead of fleeing the crime scene. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's hard to get two bicycles. I mean, like, that's really... You got to imagine he was probably halfway through that crime. Like, man, I really didn't think this through. Yeah. I got uh, <laughs> I got these kids. I got this stroller. Which makes him look even more it's innocent. It's broad really. daylight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am loaded down. Yeah, the more fucked up you look, the more the more you look like a parent. That's true. If he just if he just looks over overwrought. Like, just uh, just kind of... Oh, jeez. I, uh, I can't. I, I can't don't. believe she left me with his bike here to get home. Oh. <laughs> Well, if you, that's the thing, though. They're never happy. If you leave these kids at home, they say you're a deadbeat. And if mm-hmm. you spend time with them, they say you're a bad role model. Mm-hmm. Just can't win. Was this on Take Your Kid to Work Day? Uh, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> he's, he's a professional bike thief. Mm-hmm. He doubled up. The bikes uh, probably belong to a grown man. So I, I really have a hard time feeling bad for a grown man who somebody stole his bike. Yeah, you really, that's something you gotta, you 86 that behavior when you're 14. That's the last time, 14 or 16, I think is the last time it's acceptable to be upset that I, your bike was stolen. I, I cry no tears. Yes. <laughs> for for these uh, Upper East Side uh, fancy bike riders. Twisted Educators, Society's Sorest for Uncle. A 32-year-old Bronx teacher, a confessed nerd, sexually attracted to the type of teen boys commonly known as jocks. Accused of paying hundreds of dollars to kids for the type of photos commonly known as child pornography. The FBI found 40 nude pictures of underage boys on the home computer of social studies teacher John Cruz. Uh, yeah, yeah, 40, that's not a high number of photos to have. 40? I mean, it's, I don't know that there's a moderate amount of child pornography, but if there is, that would be uh, it. That's, I mean, it seems like the, the people who are the child pornography enthusiasts... Seem as though they like to have it in the triple digits. I would yeah, think at I mean, least. Yeah, and then and then sometimes tens of thousands. Right. It seems. I mean, just think about all the think about all like the rabbit holes you go down when you're looking at you know when you're looking at internet porn. Well, you know? Hold on. Who knows? I mean, like you know, who knows how many videos we're looking at? Yeah, he's going old school with just photos. You know, that's the other thing. He likes photos. He likes photos. You know, you know, he he liked to contact teen boys and he used a fake name I along mean that, with a, a Facebook. Picture. That's almost quaint. It is really. You know, when you think about it, there must have been an original photo, or, or, or I guess it was a cave drawing that people. It was the first porn, right? The first thing that, sure. that that people would masturbate to, and I bet it was discovered on accident. They're just like they somebody did a cave drawing, and every time he had friends over, it'd be like people keep jerking off. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I had to cover it up. It was ridiculous. <laughs> 
then he starts charging people. Exactly. So he'll come and look at his wall. And uh, and that that was the way that and the started. Rest was but, and, yeah, and and this is really not that far ahead of that, you know. I mean, like this guy has, uh, like you said, it's a, but he 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 would contact him with a a Facebook picture of a former student. Okay. And he paid out the nose for these photos. He paid one boy nine hundred dollars in Visa and American Express cards for pictures of his face, feet, and a thumbs up selfie. That's a pretty good deal for the kid. His face, big, face, feet, thumbs up, selfie. That's it. That's all you're getting. Well, yeah, multiples, I guess. But that's, well, yeah. he's naked. Nine hundred in, in Visa in, in American Express, and it doesn't say. It just doesn't say. Yeah, naked feet. I'm not sure this is pornography. Naked face, thumbs up, selfie. I don't know that this is a crime. Tip of the iceberg. In this case, his but his biggest problem at this point is that the kids are ripping him off. Right. You know, are you paying too much for child porn? <laughs> Yeah, it's not, it's not an easy negotiation. It's true. You can't really call the Better Business Bureau. No. There's really no, there's really no overhead. There's no recourse. There's no oversight. I mean, yeah, there's, there's no, no oversight on that at all. Of course, you're not gonna, you know, and well, you're not, you're not just buying the photo though. I mean, you're, you know, you're buying the boy's innocence. Sure, uh, that's true. That's where that's worth at least five hundred. I would think. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're the devil, right? Uh, this guy's a debate coach, though. You'd think he could strike a better bargain. You would think. In one message, he told a kid, pictures just have a huge impact on me. Seeing your feet and face and muscles and room and awards and stuff, reinforce what a big deal you are. Oh, you sweet talker. Roses are red, violets are blue. Seeing your feet and face and muscles and room and awards and stuff, reinforce what a big deal you are. Are you. (laughs) It's right there. Are you. What a big deal are you. Let's be honest. Who hasn't said those exact words, though, <laughs> to have sex with a more successful sibling? <laughs> you know, when you're trying to have sex with a sibling, by the way, you, you got to act like you're being sarcastic. You know, it's true. Like, yeah, the yeah. first 900 times you bring it up. Like, oh, like, God, your muscles and room and oh. war stuff totally reinforces that you're such a big deal. Mom, Jonathan's trying to have sex with me again. Oh, God, you got me. I'm so jealous Gosh. of his feet and his warts and his muscles. He's such a big deal. I want to have sex with him. Yeah, I really want to have sex with him. <laughs> you too. Just uh. play nice. <laughs> Cruz also wrote, uh, uh, he wrote a boy describing what he wanted. This guy's really in touch with exactly what he likes. He's uh, And he says, really cocky, shirtless mirror shots, close-ups of muscles, maybe point at your crotch with your finger, and then I'm a big deal face. What is that? I don't know. What is that? I mean, like, is that a genre? <laughs> and I'm a big deal face. You know, it's like just like that. I'm trying to make a. Just, I'm a big deal just face. Just guy like. versus person with who's who's a big deal. <laughs> you know, sometimes though, I do this at the movies. So, like, I I offer that instead of a ticket. Yeah, just, just point like, at my just crotch. Point at my, point at my crotch. <laughs> yeah. Can you not tell I'm a big deal? Also, look effective. at this crotch. Look at this face. <laughs> Speed dating too. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect for that. Listen, we don't have a lot of time, but as you can tell by my crotch, I'm a big deal. I have a big deal. And look at my face. Look at the expression on my face. Look at the expression on my face. Can I make this expression if I was not, in fact, a big deal? <laughs> Oof. He says, "Keep taking muscles and feet and face pics." Uh, the complaint quotes him as, as writing, asking to see his bed and stuff in your room that shows that you're a preppy popular jock. So, you can tell that from the bed? Yeah. I think you, don't you need that from like uh, the overbearing father to tell that? No, you, it's like, like, he's probably got like a, uh, he probably lettered in sleeping or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, you know, there's, there's trophies everywhere and there's, shit like that. 
and like, then you need the bed pictures of what old girlfriends <laughs> what what is going on what is it's, I'm not he's a, a report card with classes he's failing like he's, how like how do you know this guy's a jock <laughs> a football up on the thing Cruz said he told the 15 year old boy uh, that he made money from quote building robotics and was a nerd Dude, who what? had a thing for jocks. The complaints. So he's a self-hating nerd. He says, uh, "Yeah, he had a thing for John. I guess so. I mean, you, you you want what you lack? I guess. I you guess, know. Sure. He's uh, he's building robotics. In fact, I'm currently building a robot that will have awesome feet and face and muscles. <laughs> this robot's a real big deal. <laughs> the you big guys, deal three thousand. You guys don't seem excited about this, but this robot is a huge deal. Look at my crotch. Look, look at my face." <laughs> Why do robots always have to self-identify? That's the first thing they do. I am a robot. I am a robot. <laughs> After weeks of prodding, <laughs> Cruz convinced this kid to, to send nude pictures for $450. I guess he, he struck a better deal here. He sent the teen 500 bucks, and he asked for the names of other boys who would chat. Well, when one kid upstate asked him where he went to school... He said he went to a private school in Manhattan, uh, but then he said, I'm actually moving near you. Ooh. This is why you should be smiling big time, is a quote, that you have literally found the perfect slave. Uh, it's a, Wait, what? He's, <laughs> he's, now he's a slave. Now he's a slave? Uh, you're, dude, he's an equal. You're paying. You're paying this money, man. Listen, you are a, you are at most involved in a transaction. It's, it's, it's hardly slavery. Hardly. Yeah, and, and if it is, you're paying good money to do it. And yeah. by the way, yeah, your slave has the ability to build a robot, so that's yeah. a bad slave. That's a don't, <laughs> I mean, don't, you're doing a bad job keeping a slave, you're doing a bad job having a slave. Your, your, your robot building slave is <laughs> is going to, uh, look, this guy is obviously made a fool. These kids were not happy, I'm sure, when they mm-hmm. discovered that, like, oh, this is a 32-year-old man, and he's a social studies teacher, and he's a nerd that's old. Yeah, like they thought it was whoever this uh, you know photo was, and it never states if it's male or female. But nobody would believe that a female who's like twenty years old or something like that would be like paying five hundred dollars for. That's clearly male behavior. Yeah. That is so clearly <laughs> yeah. that is so clearly the work of a man. Is that like for like if what, only what, women did shit like that? What is a woman gonna do with that picture? Yeah. Like with all these pictures, <laughs> is she gonna scrapbook them? Like yeah. is that? Like where are they going? Right. Yeah. So yes, no. It's a dude. Like like he's like wallpapering his apartment with these things. Like she like that's not. And 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 such a big deal too. Such know? a big deal. Yeah. It's like a, you got to look like you're a big deal. That's what I like. Your tote's a big deal. Um. Yeah. So uh, these peducators of this sort. They besides child porn, uh, he's he's actually a teacher of the highest order. That's the way it always is. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, National Speech and Debate Association Coach of the Year in 2013, four-time recipient of its Distinguished Service Award. So, uh, I mean, it stands to reason he's been out on the street this long. So, I mean, he has to have had to, you know, talk himself out of some situation. So that makes, yeah. it's actually, you know, it actually, that's like a skill you'd want as a pedophile, I would think. You'd want to be really good at, oh, did you think about it this way? Debating. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I'm not in Nambler or anything, but, you know, like they have some ideas. They have some ideas. And, you know, I'd like to think that, you know, uh, you're a big deal. Were you, you an know? athlete in school at all? No. You weren't. No. I was not either. And I didn't always get along with all the athletes. But of all the students that this could happen to, I think I'm most okay with it. And I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with it at all. Yeah. But if it has to happen to someone, 
it's you know that there's jocks yeah well, we had, pointing at their crotch like a big deal yeah we had jocks but we also had juggalos which are like mm-hmm. you know i know ag- you know like aggressive goths yeah so uh i would be cool with either one of those that's specifically the uh, uh insane clown posse. insane clown posse uh enthusiasts mm-hmm. followers that would be like jo- uh, Joseph uh, Joseph James, I believe, is close to being a juggalo. I believe he he seems to have a lot of juggalo he's juggalo half, tendencies. He's half juggalo. He's half juggalo <laughs> on his mom's side too, so it matters. The two cops rushing to a crime scene. Yeah, so if they have a kid, it'll be <laughs> juggalo. If they have a kid, it'll still be juggalo. They gotta preserve the the juggalo line. Two cops rushing to a crime scene swerved to avoid a van plowed right into a Chinese delivery man's motorbike. Witnesses said the collision sent the Chinese delivery man and his food flying into the air. The noon incident happened near the 72nd Precinct Station House, Sunset Park. According to car wash manager Francisco uh, Taveras, the Chinese guy... He 100% had a green light. When the cops hit him, the guy flew into the air and his shoes came off. The food went everywhere. The sound of a gong. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's the only thing missing, you know what I mean? That's... This is like a comic strip. <laughs> he flew in the air, his shoes came off. The food was... <laughs> the uh, officers, they got out and they tried to help the man. Initially, they probably... You know how they probably had tried to help him at first. It's like, you know, uh, they, get up! Can you get up? Can you... That's... Are you, can you... The driver was placed on a stretcher and taken in an ambulance. He's in stable condition. And the cops seemed really nervous, Tavares said. I feel sorry for him. He was doing his job. Well, time to go back to managing the car wash. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Two bomb-sniffing police dogs hit on a false positive on Liberty Island. Were you inconvenienced by that? No. When was that? That was over the weekend, causing a massive evacuation from the Statue of Liberty. Sometimes these dogs make mistakes, a law enforcement official told the Post. In violent Brooklyn, dead moms tell no tales. It's an honest-to-goodness 187 as a 29-year-old man accused of raping a relative slashed his mother's throat to keep her from testifying against him. Apollo Hernandez, named for a sun god, not a good son. (laughs) I'm going to give you a moment, if you're listening with your family, um, please have the kids leave the room. Just for a moment, because this needs to be said. For everyone who gets, you know, just gathers around the podcast, gathers around the MacBook to listen to your podcast. (laughs) Well, it happens. Sure, sure. Okay, they're out of the room. In my opinion, his sons go. If these allegations are true, he's not a good son. He's he's a shitty son. Okay. Strong strong words. Right. You can ask. The kids can come back in. Okay. (laughs) You don't know if he necessarily wanted to commit murder, though. You know? I mean, he's a rapist. He's a lover, not a fighter. Right, exactly. If you could only shut your mother up just by raping her, you know, maybe she'd be alive today. I just feel like that's just too much encouragement. You can't, uh, again, I have a hard time believing this, that she would, that his mother would testify against him. I mean, what kind of mother is this? I, that's a good question. I don't know a single mother that would do that. Well, to me, it depends on the, which relative it is. It's a nonspecific relative. Is it her daughter? It could be. I still it's think the son is more important to any mother. What if it's what if it's the dad? <laughs> what if it's <laughs> Well, we know it's not him because he paid for the bail. Uh that I guy, mean, it could he, still be him. He bailed out his son, his son killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's like Jesus. Yeah, but you know, it's like, he like, still come has on, dude. 
He still has his son, though. He still Man, has his son. I'm a firstborn son, so I kind of view this through that way. Well, he's, let me tell you something. He's back in jail now. Oh, no. And that bail was wasted. He couldn't stay on the straight and narrow? And here's the other thing. No, he killed his mom. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he's not going to let him out this time. Right. If they let him out now, he's going to have to kill all of us. Exactly. <laughs> the whole, everyone who knows. <laughs> everyone. The secret's out, including <laughs> you. <laughs> you, our listeners at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know who the relative is, the non-specific relative, and I guess they don't want to, you know, because they give his name, they don't wanna, then you'll know it was. A, it must have been close, must have been a sister. Yeah, I, I can see the mother, you know, she doesn't want to take sides in an argument like that, but, uh, you know, that's why you get, that's why you get uh, knifed. It's true. Poor woman. Murdered. A 187 in violent Brooklyn. Uh a pervert grabbed a woman's butt aboard a bus in Williamsburg. This is some Williamsburg crime. Hey. Didn't let go until she turned and yelled at him. That was about half a second. <laughs> <laughs> May I just say, the crime blotter of the New York Post, very judgmental. You know? A pervert. A pervert. You know? What if, I mean, you know? He's just an ass man. He's, <laughs> he's yeah. It's, it's grabbed or whatever. I mean, like, have you ever had this deal where you're on the bus and you're standing there with your hands against your thighs and, you know, you have your knuckles in and your palms out? Sure. That's exactly how, yeah, you know. And, and sometimes the bus, like, it, it rocks off to a start and then next thing you know. Next thing you know, you're... You're reaching out. To, <laughs> <laughs> through these pants, too. Look, I'm the groping season is it has started we, and, and we can see it with these butt grabbing. Oh, man. It is, it's in full force, I think. It, it's it's uh, New York City, so beautiful around this time of year and, and, and a wonderful time to travel here. And if you do, you know, make sure you come to Last Tuesday at the stand. <laughs> Uh, you know, or go to the beauty bar over here for sure. the, the beauty bar show Sunday night on Sunday night. There's so many good shows around. Come, in fact, live crime report May 12th at the Broadway Comedy Club. Oh yeah, yes, you should come. Uh, you should come, Nate. Okay, all right. So Nate will be there, and I know that Jim, well, uh, Jim's going to be there, and uh, and I know that Al Martin is going to be there. So, okay, yeah, good chance to uh, hit him up for some work. Well, a, a pervert grabbed a woman's butt, and a 40-year-old victim was waiting for the B-57, but first of all, still got it. Yep. <laughs> near Flushing and Franklin uh, Avenues. You know, women, they, they hold on to it longer here in New York, I think. What do you What do you mean? They hold on to their figures. They hold on oh, to their yeah. stay in shape Well, it's longer. all the... Wor- it's no all offense the- to the women out there. But. I, I will, you know, I mean this offensively to the women out there. I think I got no problem <laughs> telling you, uh, get off the couch and walk around a little bit. Uh, it's all the walking and it's, I think it's the pressure of seeing beautiful women every day. Oh. That's the only reason I, I ever look put together is how many incredible looking people there are in this, in this uh, city. It could be. And there are, and there's so many. Yeah. And that's, that's averages is, you know, eight to uh, 8 million or so. There's going to be a lot of good looking, but you know, here's yeah. the other thing. Uh, the walking is a lot of walking in the city. A lot city. of walking. And people live in walk-ups mm-hmm. and uh, like, I, I didn't want to, I never would have walked up any stairs if my, if all my shit was not up there. Yeah. I would have just gone, I'm not, I'm not going up there. There's no reason to go up there. But uh, all my shit was up there. Fifth floor walk up in Chelsea. I got my calves after five years were like made of iron. I'm one of the sexiest women in the city. Yeah, got a great ass. Well, uh, Kyle Rice, a 19 year old Kyle Rice, a 40 year old woman, 19 year old Kyle Rice asked her to lend him a dollar. She refused. And when the bus arrived, he followed her aboard, grabbed her rear. He wouldn't let go until she screamed, excuse me. Wow, strong that's, words. That is that is uh, pretty. That's pretty polite. That's pretty patient with that dude. Yeah. 
That is pretty. I beg your pardon. <laughs> he asked for a I, loan. It's true. Uh, and she's like, and, and really, to, yeah, to ask to borrow money, you know, from a stranger, right? It's that's already, you know, you're over. This the line. is like this is. I mean, what he's it, this is like shooting the moon in real life. Like I don't like it. it he asked for money, and then he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go for broke. Who cares?" Yeah. That's, how about some ass? How about ass? How about, how about a handful hand, of ass? Yeah, for, for as long as how I about want. A dollar's worth. Give <laughs> me a dollar's worth of ass. I'm take it out of your ass. Excuse me. The creep then stared her down. Uh, you can't eyeball her. No, you can't mm-hmm. do that. No, that was his mistake. He eyeballed her, and the freaked out strap hanger exited at the next stop. I've never heard a bus rider called a strap hanger, but I guess they I've never seen a strap on a bus. I've never seen a strap on bus. Strap on bus. <laughs> she was on the wrong bus. I mean, you got to know, you got to know what you're getting into there. Exited at the next stop, called the police. Cops stopped the bus. They stopped the fucking bus. Yeah, hard to stop a bus unless you just, you know, like wave at it or something. Right. You know, buses are, they stop a lot. They, they stop the bus. And I would ready. be furious at that point. Like, are you kidding yeah. Really? Put them both off the bus and let them handle it. I got to get to work. You know what they really hate is a cripple when they're on the bus. Yeah. Is no that, kidding. And, and I don't know if that's really the uh, the term, but mm-hmm. there's someone... Uh, that's who, not a medical I term. Just, I mean someone who's crippled. You right. Know, somebody so. who has a, a, who's a wheelchair or stuff like that. You uh, got the they, test back. I'm afraid you're crippled. <laughs> you might want to sit down for this. <laughs> they uh, arrested Rice for uh, alleged forcible touching. And while... Uh, while in Astoria now, the most beautiful neighborhood on planet Earth, a recycling, or did I say recycling? A bicycling pervert is targeting women right here in the most neighborhood, the most beautiful neighborhood on Earth. Three times he's he's uh, pedaled up to unsuspecting ladies mm-hmm. and he grabbed their rears before burning off on his huffy. Does he ring the bell or no? <laughs> I think that would be a bell ringing situation. <laughs> be- yeah. I Bye. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Ring, ring. You know, I know I should be offended and and upset, but... uh, God, that was pleasant. God bless him, you know. (laughs) 2nd of April, the suspect, 5'4 to 5'8, he grabbed the 33-year-old buttocks. April 15th, groped a woman, 29, on the 16th, one of 30. Tax day. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. That is Rough day. That is April really 15th. low down. If someone had stolen, you try to get an extension. Right. If someone had stolen his bike, this never would have happened. So uh, once again, here's the history. 2nd of April, the suspect, 5'4 to 5'8, grabbed a 33-year-old buttocks. April 15th, groped a woman, 29, on the 16th, one of 30. A TV weather girl says her millionaire ex forced her to get an abortion, then choked her while she was recovering from the procedure. Prosecutors say 48-year-old Stephen Jones told his 30-year-old girlfriend, Roxanna Haynes, I will kill you. You know she's a whore already. Roxanna? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean look at this, you know, I, I'm not uh, alleging that Roxanna Haynes is, is actually a prostitute. Right, but, but she uh, is the... It's a whorish name. It's a whorish name, and it's the uh, it's the whoriest journalistic profession, I think. Whoriest journalistic uh, position. Weather cunt. Weather girl. Oh, I will kill you. Yeah. This is what he said. Prosecutors say 48-year-old Stephen Jones told her, I will kill you and our unborn child if you don't have an abortion. If you do have an abortion, we'll just kill the unborn child. And then he says, uh, I will run away to China after I kill you. Man, this guy needs to learn to keep some stuff close to the vest. You can't. He's like a a Bond villain. You don't just. At the the end of. (laughs) 
No, I expect you to die. Yes. And the unborn child. Yes. But it's I've got all this money stashed away in this good, bank account with good, this number. Good thing I'm going to China <laughs> after you're dead. Well, so long. As soon as this melts, you'll be dead. That's uh you're right. I thought the same thing. He outlined the whole plan. This guy's a six million dollar uh head of the KPMG auditing firm's global strategy group. Do you know what that means at all? I don't, but if you're the head of a six million dollar thing like this is the thing that I get, you know, I'm scared every time I think that a girl is pregnant. But that's because I have like eleven bucks. Uh-huh. Uh if you are the head of a six million dollar whatever that whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, lean on persuasion first at yeah. least. Give her, you know, buy her, buy her something. Yeah, buy her something. Go look. I'll tell you what. Take her, take her on a trip. You know, oh, oh, but we, oh, we weren't going to be able to go repelling if you're, you know, in a delicate condition. Oh, well, let's try anyways. Fuck it. <laughs> what do we got to lose? What have you got to lose? Eight pounds. Well, according to this uh, story, they, the prosecutors they say he marched Haynes, a Verizon FiOS one meteorologist and former TV news reporter to a doctor's office to abort their fetus, even though she wanted to have the baby. I wanted to have the baby. He marched me there. I had no choice. Yeah. Started, I was marched by this man. I was man. marched. He was, <laughs> I mean, he was, he was playing a tuba. I had to walk with him. I had, I had no, op- I had no recourse. Resistance was futile. <laughs> About a week later, uh, and then this is insult to injury, I guess, but he forcibly squeezed her neck, causing her to have trouble breathing and redness. On top of the abortion, redness on the neck. Redness on the neck. Jones's lawyer said the executive wanted to break up with Haynes, but that she didn't take it well. So this is the counterpunch. This is the way he says it happened. She told him she was pregnant and demanded a large sum of money to get the abortion. I wonder what that was. 400 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how much are they? And Adam uh, Murfer said the, uh, he said the suggestion that she was somehow coerced is preposterous. Why it's mm-hmm. preposterous. Right. She wasn't coerced in any way. She's marched. Marched there. Marched. She marched. She marched herself in there. Jones called the the uh, concierge downstairs. This is when he's trying to break up with mm-hmm. her. He called the concierge and he, to ask him, uh, he said, call the police. She won't leave the apartment. And uh, Jones said that he did nothing wrong. Haynes was just hysterical. I was trying to push yeah. her off me. As a pregnant woman is known to be. Yeah, it happens. It happens. And, and Hysteria. This is just uh, he said, she said. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the truth is. April 19th, he was arrested, though, for alleged harassment, coercion, and choking. Choking is a specific crime. Yeah. $5,000 bail. He's got a six For choking? Mil- yeah. <laughs> Manhattan criminal court judge Lewis Nock granted a temporary order of protection requiring him to stay away from Haynes. I'm sure he was like, no fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haynes wouldn't return. Uh, she's, uh, He's, I mean, they've unfriended on Facebook. It's over. I mm-hmm. mean, it's over between these two. Her, her close friend Robert Hamilton uh, issued a statement. He would. She doesn't want to talk, but she. But her close friend mm-hmm. Robert Hamilton. I'm sure a close friend, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I bet. I don't know. Who, I don't know exactly what the relationship is. Maybe you know. Maybe he's a sportscaster. Could be. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's the anchor. I doubt he would go out on a limb if he was the anchor. Mr. Jones has the audacity to try that age-old tactic of blaming the victim. It read, this is his statement, after literally choking her and telling her he was going to kill her, he now wants you to believe that she was the aggressor. That won't work here. 
Facts are a stubborn thing. We are confident that the ongoing investigation will ensure the real facts come out. Hmm. I gotta be, that sounds like anchor talk. <laughs> I really think that might be an anchor. I think he might be an anchor. Well, I don't watch the news. I should. I should Mr. Jones has the audacity <laughs> to try that age-old tactic. That's because I'm saying it. That's right, why exactly. Yeah. That's Haynes, what it uh, Haynes is actually a native of Nashville, Tennessee. The lovely Nashville, Tennessee. You know, if you're down in Nashville, Tennessee, you should go to uh, this place. There's a cafeteria down there. Boy, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's downtown. I would love to be down there right now. They got a really good place, a uh, peach pie. Okay. I sound like a real hick. Yeah, you do. Well, <laughs> you should be fanning yourself you as you say you, that. Who? It is so good on a summer day. Where where is Cecilia? <laughs> oh, uh, she's a native there. She lists herself on LinkedIn as vice president of a weather and fashion company called The Vane. In addition I, to her, I TV wish work. I didn't know that. That's a strike against uh, strike against Miss Haynes. I. Uh, <laughs> I wish I didn't know that. She's on LinkedIn, you mean? There's that, uh, like the president of a weather and fashion, what, what? A what? Weather, weather and, and fashion company. What, where Where do those intersect? Well, it's, you know, like, a, well, what do I just, wear today? It's, sure, is there stuff to wear in front of a green screen? Is that, that's what, that's what she's making? <laughs> yeah, we're talking no patterns here and nothing too tight. No greens. No greens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll update you as we hear anything about that. But that baby dead. He didn't get laid. He, he didn't get laid, but he sure got effed. An amorous Bronx 18-year-old paid a visit to a Tremont apartment to meet a woman he'd been chatting up online instead of the pleasantly horny hussy he'd uh, hotly anticipated. There was a guy with a taser who took his iPhone Plus. Ah, shit. You know, people are just like mice. They're easy to trap when you use the right bait. Mm -hmm. You know, pussy is the cheese. You see, and money. If someone sets it up where it looks like you're going to get some, you know, like you're going to come out right. with some pussy or some money. Right. Hey, man, you say, right, right when you're about to get that money or pussy, you get it right in the neck. Hand over the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait to get my hands on that. What is a taser? Oh, what? damn. That's not a pussy. <laughs> That's no pussy I've ever seen. That better be a pussy in your hand. Let me tell you hand. something. I've seen, I've seen upwards of five pussies. Let me tell you something. And electrified. You ever seen a, a African-American woman's uh, vagina? Oh, I mean, I in person. I don't want to be you too You don't kiss I don't and tell, grass, no. Well, I understand. Uh, I have. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was great. Uh, if you want to... Uh, if you know anything about this, one eight hundred five seven seven tips. Seems like you just go. Yeah. That's that's the crime, by the way, not just black pussy. That's uh, <laughs> right. Just for the record. Yeah, one eight hundred five seven seven tips. You know, it seems like they just go. It was in five C. You know, that's where it was. That's where. Okay. It, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, why do they need one eight hundred five seven seven? That's the apartment the guy's go, in. Go there. Go. Th I just went there. The door. I went there and knocked, and a guy was there with a taser, right. and, he, and, and then he took my phone. <laughs> My phone's probably in there. Right. I 1 800 577. I can't call from a landline if you can. <laughs> call from a payphone. A former state narcotics agent got 100 hours of community service. 100 hours of community service. What could he possibly have done as a narcotic agent? Uh, agent? Well, he accidentally shot a couple of people. 50 year old Victor Zambian had been drinking heavily in a bar on Amsterdam Avenue on West 82nd Street, stumbled outside clumsily tried to unload his 40 caliber Glock and the gun 
discharged twice, hitting a man and a woman. I was trying to unload it. Right. Uh, he unloaded I, by it. pulling the trigger. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you got to empty that gun. I, I would just—I didn't want to okay, carry a loaded gun around. <laughs> and then uh, these people got in my way. That's um, that's something else. Yeah, hundred hours of community service. I, I, if I accidentally shot two people, I'd get a hundred years in uh, of probably hard labor. I'd be breaking rocks, breaking rocks. In we the, need those rocks broken up. <laughs> so it's, it's an important prison who's job. Breaking the rocks now. Who's who's turning those things into sand? Well. In the Bronx, the office manager of a dentist's office was arrested for performing unlicensed dental work on unsuspecting patients. 45-year-old Valbona Yizraj isn't licensed to practice dentistry anywhere. Yet, she scheduled appointments during time she knew her boss would be out of the office. She's just the office manager, and she's scheduling appointments, appointments to work on people, do dental work and stuff. Uh, says from late 2012 to summer of 2013. So this is, you know, a, about a year, mm-hmm. uh, close to a year. She took x-rays. She did extractions, injected patients with anesthetics, even performed root canals. Yeah. You know, they tell you if you have a dream, just, you know, go after it at all costs. <laughs> and, you know, she wanted to be a dentist and people stood in her way. Yeah. yeah. You know? people, people with yeah, the, the government with their requirements and with their laws and their oversight oh, and for crying out loud, their yeah. regulations. The Look, I know how to take out a tooth. I've done it in my country. <laughs> She's from Albania. Oh well, yeah, that's probably like standard Albanian dental practice. I would guess. Yeah, you know? just if you can do it, just hey, if you can do it. You know, doesn't hurt. Just get out there and change the world. I, 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 do, I, how do Albanians talk? I don't know. I don't either. Well, from uh, I assume evil. They say <laughs> for some reason I know it's 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 ominous. Yeah, it's something that's going to sound really really ominous and really uh, you know foreign. Right. The phony dentist said she had dental training in her native Albania, and to her credit, she did at least target fellow Albanians to be her patients. Well, that's so they're probably used to it. Yeah. Like shitty dentistry. Sure. <laughs> her boss, Doctor Jeffrey Schoengold. He said he hired her through Craigslist in 2009. That's where you go for dentistry. That's where you go. You got to get, you want a dentist, you're going to go, where did I get that whore from? Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's go get, <laughs> like, well, I'm in here. I office got, manager. It's a good. used couch and <laughs> hired her from Craigslist in 2009. She didn't uh, start doing the uh, false uh, surgery until 2012. So she had, there was some good service maybe in there after her deception. She worked her way up. <laughs> after her deception was discovered and she was fired she tried to steal 20 grand from the office's payroll. She was mm-hmm. caught after patients complained. Bail was set at $20,000. Well, that's 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 a con job. I wonder if, uh, you know, Albanian teeth, you know, they they're, they're rugged people maybe. Mhm. Think uh, they have stronger teeth is what you're saying? Yeah, well, and we don't and the thing is like uh do you know any uh, I don't know any Albanian. I don't care about them, do you? I feel like I do know an Albanian. Maybe. I know there's an I mean, there's an Albanian rapper. There is. There's uh, Action Bronson is Albanian. What's an Action Bronson? Yeah, from Queens, from uh, Flushing. What songs does he do? Uh, mm, uh-huh. This one called Pouches of Tuna. That's really good. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not kidding. Pouches of Tuna. He has two mixtapes called Blue Chips that are great. I know, this doesn't have to be a, just a promo for Action Bronson, but he's a rapper I like. Well, he's an Alba- Albanian yeah, uh, he's rapper. Yeah, Albanian rapper. Yeah. He, you know, he probably has uh, 
he probably has strong feelings about this. I, w- I want to withdraw all my negative statements about Albanians, first of all, for, in, in okay. the event that he Googles his name and, this, you know, I mean, he probably listens. Most people in New York listen to the most show. People, most people, most residents of Queens listen. Yeah. So the number one podcast in Queens, if I'm not well, mistaken. Well, certainly, yeah. And it's up there on Stitcher now, too. Thanks, everybody, for, for listening on Stitcher. I want to say this. If you want to leave a comment, uh, that is so appreciate all your comments that we've gotten. Uh, we, we really do. Appreciate that. Also, you're going to believe this. A guy came out, Broadway Comedy Club, Andy and Ryan. Thanks for coming out. Mm. Those guys came out and saw the show. Awesome. And I said, hey, that's nice. All the way from from Dan Enda or something. Is that is that how Australians talk? Yeah, that was pretty good. From Dan Enda. Oh, boy. They're going to stop listening now. You do voices. You're, I, right. <laughs> you're great at it. It's, one of the, it's an underrated part of your act. <laughs> underrated part of your act. I is, do. Uh, I do. Well, you know, when you have to, I don't know. I also don't do voice. I don't think they say that ever. And, they don't uh, call. Wait, they don't call their own place like, down under. That's where we they are. <laughs> we are robots <laughs> down under. Australian robots. <laughs> I just down under. Awful to have to apologize. Near. Oh yeah. That's how they say near. I don't know. There. It's uh, a. <laughs> they're they're good people. And uh, it was nice of them to come. Thank well, you very much. Some of them descend from criminals, but I mean, well, uh, most of the, all of them yeah, do. But that, yeah. with that, with that, that's what I mean. Taking that into account, yeah. even you know, For it's, the, it's amazing. They're not just all you know, uh, committing murders and incest and yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, old timey like, English murders. You know, yes. <laughs> knife and people. It's yeah. a family tradition. Killing Ooh, a hooker with a rope. Well, well, tradition. I tell you. Oh, yeah, rope. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rope is a is a murder weapon. Uh, that's uh, old timey. It's, it's it's very old time. It's like a blackjack. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. Three Brooklyn jihadi wannabes were arrested. Two of the suspects confessed they were about to travel to Syria for the purpose of joining ISIS, lured by the idea of fighting for a politically and religiously pure Islamic society. But at the moment. Both worked at Gyro King. Well, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. You want to get involved in the community any way you can. From selling lamb shawarma to waging jihad against the infidel. Why can't Halal just get along? <laughs> yeah. This is real, said Bill Bratton, top cop, weirdly mm-hmm. asserting the reality of the story. Okay. Why would he say that? This is real. Because it sounds crazy, and uh, I mean, this is really... You know, some of it could just be like, you know, three confused hipsters uh, who just really wanted to support Palestine. I mean, on some level, couldn't Mm -hmm. it be? Yeah, that seems to be what uh, the, what do you call it, New York Times thinks. Yeah. Uh, You know, he continued, he says, uh, Bratton said, this is the lone wolf inspired to take up arms against our country. That's right, the lone wolf and his loser roommate. Two lone wolves. (laughs) Two lone wolves. Who work at Gyro King. A total of three lone wolves supporting each other (laughs) in their mutual inspiration to jihad. It's always a lone wolf. That's always the first... The cops are always so quick to say, lone wolf. There's no no connection. Never mind that they're they're trying to get into ISIS. They're they're trying to join an organization. They're trying to join ISIS. Three of them together. (laughs) Three lone wolves. The third lone wolf uh, ran a cell phone repair kiosk, several of them in several states, seemingly the most successful of the three lone wolves. The feds have been keeping an FBI on the fledgling jihadis since one of the aspiring ISIS members posted on a pro-ISIS website. What I'm saying is to shoot Obama and then to get shot ourselves. Will it do? Oh, 
the first step in a conspiracy to assassinate the president of the United States. Make some sort of public declaration sure, of your yeah, intent absolutely. to kill the president. Exactly. <laughs> See if you can get approval. You Let know, the people from... know. Get a Kickstarter going. I mean, get get people and get get the people involved. It's a it's a rare time. Things are different, you know. You can't. You don't have to be a lone wolf. Exactly. You know, you can you can enlist the support of the community. This doesn't yeah. have to be some Lee Harvey Sociable Oswald, wolf. John Hinckley shit. Exactly. Look yeah. at the number of coyotes that we have. These exactly. Days. Within a week, federal agents visited this guy's Brooklyn apartment. They used the IEP address. It was pretty easy. Over the course of two interviews, uh, Jerobov is candid, jaw-droppingly so, with the agents. Leave it to the New York Times to comment mm-hmm. on that, how jaw-droppingly candid. Like, yeah. what? shut up, dude. <laughs> he said that if ISIL ordered him to kill President Obama, he would do so. And states that he would like to travel to Syria to engage in violence on behalf of ISIL. If Allah wills, though he doesn't have any means of getting there. Mm, that is a problem. It's like, yeah, I mean, fuck, I'm, how am I going to get there, really? Kayak. Kayak.com. That's how Kayak, yeah. <laughs> and boy, you can really get a flight quick. <laughs> On kayak, not affiliated with New York City Crime Report. He then asked the FBI after after he says all this, uh, "Who are you guys again?" <laughs> According to court papers, one of the conspirators said, "If joining ISIS didn't work out, which I don't think it's gonna, I will just go and buy a machine gun, AK-47, go out and shoot all police." Okay, well, uh, it's inter- You know, it's not quite kill the president, but um... <laughs> shoot all police. <laughs> It's just all police. All, all police. All police. Go out and shoot all police. It's very. Uh, Wait, where, where are the police gathering tonight? <laughs> He's ambitious. Look at ambush. They want to join ISIS. <laughs> they ought to join the circus. Jerobov began communicating with the Iraq-based administrator of an ISIS news and propaganda site called Islamic State News. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, that is a fine ISIS site. If uh, if you if don't you- feel like sifting through all the, you know. That is a very good one. They it's, cut to the quick. It's just <laughs> Islamic State news right away. And this, I is, went to Islamic State. By the way, I uh, I went. I graduated from Islamic State. That did does you really? so, no. It does sound like a <laughs> Islamic State. ISU. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> this administrator of the of the site, he decided to chastise Jerbo for his inactivity. He says, "How come you are not coming here?" Or is it not jihad for you? Or uh, the oppression of Muslims by infidels not enough for you? Or do you, what, do you want to wait till they enter your house when they pry your... Uh, you what, your you Quran know, from your, your Quran. cold dead fingers? <laughs> Isn't that the goal, to die with the Quran in your hands? All six of them, you know, that you haven't blown off trying to make a bomb. Well, I, uh, I, I don't mean to, you know, say they make bombs and things. No, we're talking about terrorists. No, that's we're right. Ta- that's right. They're terrorists. We're right. talking about terrorists here. This is not. You're not <laughs> Sorry, talking about Nate. an imam over, over in Flushing. This is a. This is a fucking you're, person who you, wants to kill the you president. Know, you make a good point. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're out about it. Well, these conspirators they make plans to travel to Turkey, uh, cross the border into Syria, and join ISIS. It sounds like Ishtar. You ever see Ishtar? No, that's I hear it's the <laughs> worst movie of all time. Even well into planning the Syria trip, the investigators claim uh, this guy is still um, he's they're throwing around all these half-baked ideas and mm-hmm. they say this the that the seriousness of uh, what they'd said in motion hadn't sunk in. And uh yeah, he said he might join the US military to spy for ISIS. He uh like I said he's he's going to go kill all police, go to FBI headquarters, kill the FBI people. The the FBI people. 
at one point, according to the complaint, he, he proposes uh, busting into the cockpit, diverting the plane to the Islamic State so the Islamic State would gain a plane. <laughs> He's going to land the plane? Okay. Uh, gonna... It's just going to catch it in that net that they have? I, 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 this yeah. guy is awful confident in his abilities. Yeah. But... This is like, this is like, do you ever like come out of a kung fu movie and just feel like you can fight? I feel like this is that. <laughs> That's right, yeah. This is that guy all the time. He just went to an ISIS movie. <laughs> that he just... <laughs> Uh, Adnani, uh, I don't know. I, I guess that's Adnani must be one of the. He, he must be like the new leader of the. You know, but he's, he's like a hot new person. Oh, Sheikh Abu Muhammad Al Adnani, the Islamic State's chief spokesman. Uh, this is just a detail here before we wrap up the story. But he he uh, referred to the Secretary of State John Kerry as an uncircumcised geezer. That sounds like inside info. <laughs> it certainly really, does. I don't want to uh, tell uh, tell tales out of school, but uh, he is uh, he's uncircumcised. But, uh, he's uncircumcised and, and, and um, geezer. Uh, he's an old man. He couldn't he couldn't get it up. His and his is just a floppy uncircumcised penis. His wife has all his money. <laughs> Wait, here we are with the accents again. There we go. We're gonna get letters. Yep. Tiny bottles, grand larceny, an airplane cleaner, plane stole, booze more than she could use, nicking liquor, 140 mini bottles, and the stash stashed in the suspect's closet in bedlam crivescent. Authorities discovered the plunder worth an estimated 10 grand, peculated over a three-year period while cleaning aircrafts. 48-year-old Juanette Cullum, a closet alcoholic. See? She hid it in the closet. Right. Ratted out by a talkative security guard. Cullum confessed. I took them from work. I've been stealing for the past three years. Also found in her Brooklyn home, seven iPads, two laptops, 19 Kindles, miscellaneous toiletries, $5,000 worth of shit. Cullum, apparently a thieving hoarder. I mean... You expect this kind of thing from the TSA. Sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but not the good people who clean airplanes. I mean, who are we to say that this is more than she could use? Right. I mean, just because she hadn't drank any of it yet. Yeah, we don't know that, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's got a big party coming up. Maybe she needs, she's got a lot of books that she's going to read. Nin- yeah. 19 Kindles. 19 Kindles. I don't think anybody needs 19 Kindles. Yeah, I'm sure that she... She wants to break it up by genre, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. It's not our business, right? What it's she not, finds on not, airplane. You know, you know, I'm sure she found all that stuff and intended to return it. That's what I bet. She yeah, was arraigned on so. charges of grand larceny, criminal possession of stolen property, released on her own recognizance. She faces up to seven fucking years. And uh, her quote, I don't want to talk about this. I'm doing fine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. By the way, the uh, 50 milliliter bottles typically run about $7 on flights. I suppose uh, that seems like a lot. That's too much. I mean, that's, air, air, you know, they have you... They have you trapped. I mean, One you're trapped in the sky. more story from violent Brooklyn. An octogenarian arrested in an old man manslaughter. 81-year-old Nicholas Diaz turned himself in after allegedly stabbing 21-year-old Kevin Rivera, the father of Diaz's one-year-old great-granddaughter. In an apparent bucket list killing, <laughs> Gran Abuelo Maderos... He can't sleep. You can't sleep on these old bastards, man. You can't. When a man turns 80, he loses all respect for human life. And he's the, you know, that's the probably the height of old man strength, I would think. Oh, yeah. Craziness, you, know? you mean, when yeah. you turn 80? Sure. Talk about uncircumcised geezers. 
the closer he gets to his mortality, the less of a damn he gives about. If they, they, that's what it is. They just start. They don't care if some crazy shit goes down now. Right. Rivera and the granddaughter they dated for about three years. It's reported by the New York Times that according to a family source, their relationship troubles started after the birth of their child. You want to make sure that's in writing for the kid to find later. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> Everything was peachy keen. All the news that's fit to print. <laughs> No one getting stabbed until you came into the world. I mean, you don't like to blame the kid, but if the New York (laughs) Times and the family are doing it, who am I to disagree? The couple argued after returning home from celebrating their daughter's first birthday. Uh, Abuelo Asesinato started stabbing. I don't know. Oh, you said, oh, you said cut the cake. (laughs) I thought you said cut Kevin. (laughs) On my first birthday, my grandpa gave me stabbing my dad. <laughs> Can you say Lito? Can you say thank you, Lito? Say gracias, abuelo. Can you say muchas gracias, abuelo? Asesinato. Can you say me encanta tu verga peluda? Buena niña. Buena pequeña pera. Uh, this is the most accents ever <laughs> per show. This is far and away. <laughs> That's how you know when the party's over, by the way. What? Is when, when, the, when the birthday girl pukes or someone gets stabbed. <laughs> right. <That's... laughs> Abuelo as, Asesinato. He was born, that's, that's uh, the, the stabbing grandfather, mm-hmm. in 1934. 1934 he was born. Well, people handled things differently back then. Uh, <laughs> they did. You didn't like your granddaughter's boyfriend, you know. Uh, you're entitled to kill him. You know, it's not it's not your grandson. That's the same year that Shirley Temple appeared in her first movie. The same year she appeared in her first movie. Shirley mm-hmm. fucking Temple. 1934, FDR was president. Mm-hmm. Depression was on. In 1934, you know what a house cost? No. $30. <laughs> <laughs> it was $5,900, but it's, it's still not a lot. I mean, it depends where, you know. 59 I bet you could depends get some houses for 30 bucks. Yeah. Gallon of gas, ten cents. Loaf of bread, eight cents. Average wages, sixteen hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'd like to go back to those times. Birthday cake, just to, all you have to do is stab a guy. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster was spotted for the first time in nineteen thirty-four. Okay, that's that's and and Donald Duck appeared for the first time as well. Same time as the Loch Ness monster. Never no, seen together. <laughs> Hitler declares himself Führer. That's the way it works. You don't get elected Fuhrer. It's you true. To, you, say, to, you just kind of... I'm it. You just kind of put your dick on the table. Say, I'm the Fuhrer now. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to stop me? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> it's a close race to see who be city council Fuhrer. Yeah. <laughs> the word Fuhrer is a little used worldwide because it's closely associated with Hitler, for good reason. And it means... Uh, the word Fuhrer, it means both leader and guide. Hmm. In Germany, still acceptable to use it, not in terms of leader, but you can use it to mean guide. Like if you go visit uh, Germany, you might have a, a tour Führer. Uh, really, just, just <laughs> does not. He's very like by the fucking. He's very know, by the book. It runs a, on time. You keeps know. a list. Uh, yeah, the Führer. Like if you a spirit guide. Is anybody going to follow a tour Führer? As like, <laughs> if you were, oh uh, yeah, we're just going to follow the Führer over here. Say what? What's what? that? What's that what? now? Did you say, say what? the Führer? You said the Führer. <laughs> you said Führer. Nine. <laughs> also born in 1934, uh, Pat Boone and Charles Manson, uh, twins separated birth. <laughs> uh, well, this this little girl's second birthday will have to be a lot more peaceful. Mm-hmm. Authorities responding to a report of a domestic dispute. Uh, dis- boy, 
I guess the show's almost over, huh? Yep. A domestic dispute. Early that morning in Bushwick, they found the 21-year-old with a chest wound. He's pronounced dead at a hospital. Now, Diaz is charged with manslaughter and criminal possession of a weapon in Rivera's death. Not immediately clear if he had an attorney. Nate Fridson, where can we find you in New York City? Uh, it's Beauty Bar. Beauty Bar, every, uh, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. Uh, Beauty Bar in Manhattan on 14th Street between 2nd and 3rd. Yeah. You can also, uh, you could, you know, follow, you can get updates on the shows on, uh, on following the comedy at Beauty Bar on Twitter. On Twitter and Beauty uh, Bar. At Beauty Bar. Yeah. At Beauty Bar. You got Beauty a Tumblr, too? Tumblr, yep. Beauty Bar Comedy on Tumblr. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and follow me at Nate Fritzen, N-A-T-E-F-R-I-D-S-O-N on Twitter. Yeah, and your and and the uh, the album uh, next next guy best guy so on far on his way well, next guy on his way <laughs> pretty good guy coming here eventually <laughs> best guy so far best guy so far and on uh, on iTunes and Amazon and uh, record stores possibly yeah it's it could be there give it a look and yes. if it's not there demand it demand it now that's. Uh, that's a funny comedy album. Are you going out anywhere anytime soon? Uh, no, you could catch me in New York City. I'll be in New York City for the uh, next couple uh, next couple of months and yeah. then before I go out again. Oh, okay. We'll go over all this shit. That the May 12th is, is where you can see New York City Crime Report Live. Also Would- my birthday, by the way. May oh. 12th. If you want to come by and say happy birthday to Jew correspondent Nate Fritzen. Yeah, senior Jew correspondent. Senior Jew correspondent. Uh, please, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, Nate's birthday, May 12th. Come by and it's right there at Broadway Comedy Club, 53rd Street. 8th Avenue between uh, 8th and 9th. It's going to be fun. We're just going to do a crime report. What the hell? And and see what happens. It's uh, it's a pretty intimate. I mean, it's like, uh, hey, you'll get to meet us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last Tuesday at the stand is the last Tuesday of the month. It's going to be great. There's a show at the stand on the 5th, May 5th. If you're listening before May 5th, you very well may, may be. Come there. You know that you can get free tickets. All I got to do is write me, Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. Oh, I love this time of show. No one's listening now. Just just, all the pressure's off. (sighs) So nice. Uh, Oh, I got a really nice donation from a a lady down in in Tampa. Thank you very much. I don't want to call you out, Jen, but uh, much appreciated. Boy, we had a great nearly naked lady hour too. Mm, Yeah, Mandy Stadmiller, news whore, Mandy Stadmiller, came down and uh, was boy. She uh, she was on the front page of Mashable today. Uh, oh wow! It's exciting. So that's uh, very exciting. Twenty million. Independent. Anyway, it's a lot of it's a lot of people looking at it. Sure. Nearly naked lady hours. So much fun. Elliott Street Bar uh, or uh, Deli and Pub. We did the show there. It was it was amazing. Thank you, Shelly Schmalls, for your involvement. We got a winner. We had a winner. It's a pageant, and so she'll win a trip to New York City. Rachel uh, Fargus. So uh, that was pretty cool, and fun to be in Atlanta. So thanks to everybody who helped out with that. I wanted to say one more thing. Make sure you're listening on uh, crimereport.nyc, but make sure even more that you leave a nice comment if you get a chance. I mean, people listen. You don't want to fucking demand extra stuff. Leave a nice comment, a five-star review, if you can, on, 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 what do you call it, Uh, iTunes iTunes. is the thing. And on Stitcher. Stitcher, sure. And, I don't know, I'll see you guys later. Yes, I'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Nate, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.
Is it over? 